0: Hi there, Slow Down Society, Steph here, and we are going to be talking about motivation today. And (laughs) it's really interesting because I think when I think of the word motivation, I think of somebody like... I don't know, a cross between Tony Robbins and Richard Simmons and someone hopping around and going in a bullhorn and go, 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 you've got this, go, go, you can do it, you can win. And I think a lot of us wait around, hoping (laughs) for, for that sort of inner cheerleader to take over and push us into staying motivated and staying committed and moving forward towards your goals. And I'm going to challenge you a little bit with that here today because I don't believe in that. I don't think anyone who you look at and think of, whether it's a real person or a celebrity, although I guess celebrities are real people, but you know what I mean. But when you search through your life, and you're kind of human Rolodex, and you're thinking about who do you know is a motivated person? Who do you know gets a lot done? Who do you know picks a goal and sticks with it? And you sort of look up to that person, or you think that person has something that you don't have, Maybe you think to yourself, they've got an inner Richard Simmons hopping around inside, or maybe they have a lot more energy than you do, or maybe somehow they are channeling Tony Robbins on a daily basis, and they just have something that you don't have. And that is not the case. And motivation is a choice, and motivation is a habit, and motivation can absolutely be learned. It's not something you are born with. It's not something that you you buy uh, and attach to yourself. It's not some sort of patch that you put on your upper arm and it's sort of dripping dopamine into your body. No. Uh, motivation is a choice and it happens in your brain. And we're going to go over some tactics and some tools Today, and we're going to talk about how to be motivated when you don't feel like it, what to do when you really just kind of want to hit the snooze button, and there's the snooze button of getting out of bed, but then there's also sort of the snooze button of life, and I think if you're listening to this podcast, you are already leaps and bounds ahead of most of the general population and you're already sort of wiping the sleep out of your eyes and you're already realizing that you are in charge and you are in control. And while it would be great to have somebody with a bullhorn yelling at you and, and pushing you and forcing you out of bed and, and moving you, like physically moving you towards your goals, it's on you. You're the adult here. You are the role model for your children. You want to feel good about yourself. You want to feel proud of yourself. And you want to keep moving forward on your goals and your ideas and your aspirations. And in order to do that, you've got to find that sort of inner momentum and keep moving forward, even when you don't think it's working or when you don't have proof that it's working. And that's kind of when you need to lean into your belief in yourself and your faith that you're on the right track and keep trudging ahead one step in front of the other. Just put one foot in front of the other. I ran a half marathon once and and I say once, maybe I will do it again, although it's not really on my list of things I ever want to do again, but I did do it and it was back actually in 2008. And I did it because my husband had signed up for half marathon and we had two friends at the time who were into marathons and the San Francisco marathon happens in July and it sort of tied into our anniversary weekend. And so, um, Adam and I booked a hotel room and we went out to dinner and we ran this race and I had three Thoughts while I was running this half marathon, and it was just going over and over again in my head these three things. And one was run with a purpose, two, keep going when it gets hard, and three, when all else fails, Steph just put one foot in front of the other. And I just had those three thoughts over and over and over again. And really, the end goal and what I wanted was I wanted to prove to myself that I did it and I wanted to take a picture of my feet soaking in a crock pot as a foot bath and post it on the internet and that really <laughs> was why I wanted to do this. It was in the middle of the a year of slow cooking. Endeavor and I didn't put anything in the crock pot for dinner that night. And I needed to post something the next morning. So, gosh darn it, I was going to put my feet in a crock pot and post a picture of it on the internet. And so that was the end goal. And that's what I kept doing. And that was the motivation that I had. And that motivation, that vision was keeping me going and keeping one foot in front of the other. And in general, that is discipline. And, and discipline is simply choosing what you want most versus what you want now. And, and that is, is all that motivation is. And you can't wait for a glimmer or something to shake you out of sleep or shake you out. You, you have to make the conscious decision to become a motivated person, and when all else fails, just put one foot in front of the other. I do have a listener question about this that came in, and I'm going to play it for you. It looks like, oh that's really funny, her name is Jen and she's from Oklahoma, and the reason to me it's funny that her name is Jen is that I always joke that all of my friends are named Jen. And so far, I think I've had three one on one Jen coaching clients. So here we go. Let's listen to Jen. Hi, Steph. This is Jen from Oklahoma. You and I chatted on the phone about a year ago now, and you said some things to me about not waiting to get motivated. I'm having a hard time sticking to my schedule again, and I'm starting to miss deadlines at work and at home. Can you remind me what you said? Because I can't remember. Okay, Jen. So I am really happy that you called in for that question. And I do remember talking to you about this and and staying motivated. And I pulled out your intake form and I had some some notes that we were taking. So it looks like that we talked about roughly seven things. And so I'm going to go over those seven things again with you the rest of the listeners out there. And I think, number one, we just talked about it, that motivation is a choice, and you can decide right here and right now, just like a light switch. I am a motivated person. I make things happen. I am in charge of me. I will put one step in front of the other and keep trudging along, even when I don't want to. Because I have made the choice to do so. So there are seven things that I think will really help create the habit of being a motivated person. And when you're in a habit and you just do the things out of kind of muscle memory and and your subconscious has just sort of taken over. So for a lot of us, when we're driving to work in the morning, we're no longer thinking about what turns to take. We're not really paying attention to when we've got to shift lanes or do any of the things. Our muscle memory has just sort of taken over and that's a habit. But the first time you drive the route to work, you do have to pay attention. You need to put on the turn-by-turn GPS and have the lady tell you when to turn or you need to Pay attention to some notes that you jotted down that you're going to turn left at the McDonald's on the corner. So the first few times, maybe the first dozen times, you have to be fully alert and fully present in order to get to where you want to go. And then all of a sudden, it becomes a habit. And that's what we're going to do with motivation. So number one is you need to create structure. And we talked about this in some of the earlier episodes that I recorded and I certainly talk about this in Simple Shortcuts to Peace. So if you're not in Simple Shortcuts to Peace, everything is lined out there and you can join at any time. This is an ongoing group and it's stephanieoday.com forward slash peace. But the structure that I'm talking about is very similar to the structure that is kind of posted on the wall in every kindergarten classroom or every child care center and You need a proper wake up time and a proper bedtime and then fill in the time, the sections throughout. So in a preschool classroom, there's circle time and then there's snack time and there's outside time. So you need to have some sort of structure already. And a lot of people balk at this, but it really is a valuable tool to write in on a day timer or your Google calendar or something, your schedule. So if whatever it is you're trying to get motivated to do, you need to pencil it in. And Jen, if I'm remembering correctly, we were trying to get your house in order because your in-laws were going to come stay for three months. And you're about, I think we just said that you're 45 or 60 days out from them spending the summer with you for three months and that they were going to help take care of your kids. And that was a wonderful thing, but you were embarrassed by the state of your house. And so we needed to go through some daily chores and you needed to develop some structure. And so we, we literally structured in, we wrote in the seven habits for a highly successful household and you scheduled in, in 10 minute chunks, each one of those. And And that is what we did. Number two, if you do not feel motivated on a daily basis, you're probably not recharging yourself. So the same way you plug in your phone when it's low on battery, you need to plug yourself in. You need to recharge. And it's kind of feels like the opposite of scheduling things in and creating structure and routine but you have to schedule in the recharge. You have to actually pay attention to you. So you need to stop working every day at a certain time. You need to pay attention to your body and and listen to it. And if it's tired, you need to rest it. And if your eyes are tired, you need to turn off the computer and turn off the phone and stop scrolling and just really recharge. The third one is tied in to recharging. Chances are you're not taking care of yourself very well and you need to put proper fuel into your body. You need to eat healthy foods. You need to look at your body as a machine. If the machine is not running properly, what is going into it? Are you drinking enough water? Are you drinking too much alcohol? If you have a really hard time getting up in the morning, maybe you don't need to have that glass of wine each and every night. Or if you feel like you can't cut yourself off in certain ways, then you can limit it and stick to an eating or a feeding window and just decide at 6 p.m. the kitchen is closed, which when you do that, you immediately limit your sugar and you immediately limit that last glass of wine before bed, and your body has time then to process it so you actually get a really good night's sleep when you do close your your kitchen or your feeding window at 6 p.m. Exercising, vitamin D, sleep, all of these things are very important if you find that you are not feeling 100%. Or even 75 or 80% motivated on a daily basis. Number four is hygiene. And are you actually doing the things that you need to do to feel good about yourself? So in the Totally Together journal and in what else? I know definitely in the master class and in the peace course, I talk about remembering the woman. And the woman is the woman behind the mom and you need to feel good about yourself. And it sounds kind of maybe backwards feminist, but if you're not taking the time to have proper hygiene, showering regularly, making sure you're brushing your teeth and flossing. When you look in the mirror, are you happy with your reflection? If you take the time to just spend a little bit more time on your appearance and do your hair a little bit and slap a little bit of eyeliner and mascara on and Put some colored lip gloss on, you end up feeling better about yourself. And there's a little bit of a spring in your step. And when you take the time to dress in actual clothes versus sweats or yoga pants, you just carry yourself a little different and you end up feeling better. And when you feel better, you do better and you end up being much more productive and feeling much more motivated to go. When it comes right down to it, we all just want to climb into bed each night feeling calm, content, and at peace. We want to know that we were able to keep all the balls in the air and were productive without neglecting our own needs and wants. I know. I get it. That is why I recorded a free masterclass on the 10 things happy, successful people do each and every day. And I'd love for you to join us. Learn simple and practical tips to reclaim the sanity and joy in your home and family at stephanieoday.com forward slash masterclass. Number five, chances are you need more outside time. I crave outside time. I prescribe it for all of the women that I work with. If you are not getting out of the house and feeling either the sun on your cheeks or the drizzle on your cheeks or looking up at the sky and just breathing it in, you're missing out. And one of the best ways to recharge yourself is to just go outside. If you are in a warm climate or it happens to be summertime, take your shoes and socks off. And feel the ground underneath you. There's a lot of science behind feeling grounded with the earth and feeling the earth's energy sort of bubble up through. It sounds a little hokey. I don't have any of the research right in front of me right now while I'm recording, but you can absolutely Google it and look it up. But it's called grounding. And you just feel better when you're one with nature. So feel the dirt under your feet. Dig around, pull some weeds. It's a great way to kind of turn your brain off in a wonderfully natural and organic way versus a chemically induced way. Six, you are choosing instant gratification over delayed gratification. And I used that quote earlier in this episode where I talk about discipline is really just choosing what you want most versus what you want right now in the here and the now. Because when you do things that make you feel good in the moment, such as browsing social media, watching videos, playing video games, that kind of stuff, you get a tiny little dopamine drip. And so you feel as if you've done something and you really haven't. You've really just sort of procrastinated and you haven't moved forward in any of the things so just keep moving forward and don't keep researching sometimes people research in order to procrastinate so i want sometime i'm going to repeat that sometimes people over research and over scroll and over search for things instead of actually doing the work and Again, go back to your schedule. What is it I'm supposed to do right now? Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to remember that I'm not going to scroll and I'm not going to search waiting to be motivated. I am the decider. I get to be motivated. I'm going to go back to my schedule and be like, oh, it's 10.15. I'm going to go do this now and, and keep moving forward. Number seven is a motivation killer. And it's when you are focused too much on the negative. And it's kind of undermining any progress and any forward momentum you have when you keep focusing on the negative. So the third step when it comes to living a slow life is to stay present and to stay mindful and to stay as much as you can in a state of gratitude. And if you're focused on the negativity and you're focused on the things that aren't working, it's really, really hard to stay positive and keep making forward progress in any way if you're focused on the negative. I really like, going back to the half marathon that I did, I really like running metaphors and keep putting one foot in front of the other. So I have a couch to 5K app and the first time you try and go out and run your 5K, it, it, it's very difficult. It, it's really, really difficult. But if you use this app, it's actually only having you run for 30 seconds at a time, and then you're walking for a minute, and then you're repeating all the way. And then eventually at the end of the app, which takes, I don't know, six weeks, eight weeks, you're you're able to run your 5K and that's what you need to do. You can't beat yourself up in, the, in your brain and, and say that you're a loser and that you're stupid and that you're lazy. None of that is going to help you in any way. And also, get rid of the people in your life that may be dragging you down. I've got a, a wall hanging in my office and it says to stay away from still people. Still broke Still complaining, still hating, still losing, still not making a change, still living in the past, still making excuses. Stay away. And if you are having those thoughts, stop them, change them, decide to be different. Okay, Jen, I hope that helped a little bit. And then I want to share a few more thoughts That I have when it comes to making positive changes in your life and staying motivated when it seems like nothing is happening, when it seems like you're making all these great choices in the kitchen and the scale is staying the same, or when it comes to doing yoga every day but you still can't do a headstand, or when it comes to cleaning your house but your kids still live there and so they're still making messes and you feel defeated. I want you to sort of look at it as a gray area of success and and you're not out of the black and and you're not kind of in the, the golden circle of sunshine that you're looking and you're sort of in this foggy gray area. And that's a time period where after you have changed your behaviors, but you don't happen to see any results yet. And this is where most people give up. This is where most people, if they've set their GPS, if they're not where they want to go, they just sort of give up and turn around and go home and, and use that as proof that they aren't making forward progress. And I don't want you to do that. I want you to keep going until you see the success. And 90% of success is simply just showing up and doing the work and doing the work even when you don't see the results yet. And so some of the best things that I can recommend for you is to reward any and all small wins. And just trust that if you keep doing what you're doing after 30 days, after 100 days, after 200 days, after a year, you're going to be so much farther along than you were at the beginning and you'll be so insanely proud of yourself. And, And that is an immeasurable feeling, feeling proud and feeling gratified that you conquered whatever it is that you're trying to conquer is a feeling that nobody can take away from you, regardless of what the scale says, or regardless of whether or not your kids just spilled an entire bag of Rice Krispies all over the floor while making Rice Krispie treats, and now you, again, have to sweep and mop. So, How to reward any and all small wins. If you are doing anything, I want you to remember that you are lapping the people who are sitting on the couch. You are already winning. I would suggest filling in a 30-day tracker or a 100-day tracker and for every 3 days or every 7 days or every 10 days. Giving yourself some sort of reward. It can be as simple as a sticker on a sticker chart. It can be taking yourself to Target and walking the aisles and smelling the candles. It can be deciding you're going to go to Starbucks and getting that. Uh, so, my favorite drink is a non fat, double tall, no whip mocha and rewarding your wins and celebrating you and being proud of yourself and giving yourself. A pat on the back. I heard once in, in one of, I don't know if it was a podcast or if I heard it in Comedian in Cars or something like that, but Jerry Seinfeld had a, a large kind of desk calendar, and I think I'm sure you've all seen it. It's these very large like blotters that you put on your desk, and it's to keep your desk from getting scratched, and it's a calendar. And so when he came up with a new goal for himself— He would circle the days that he completed the goals and put an X on the days on the squares that he did not. And the idea was, is at the end of the month, you have more circles than X's. And then next month, you try and beat the previous month's number. And by the end of the year, you will have done so much. You'll have had so many more circles than X's. And that is what keeps you going when you feel like you can't or you feel like you don't want to, is celebrate those wins, give yourself a pat on the back, and remember that anything you do is better than nothing, half-assed is better than nothing, and just keep moving forward. And, And that's truly all there is And it's the number one secret to success is just keep showing up. All right. So that is it. I hope that was helpful. And I hope you can remember that in your brain, that motivation is a choice and you get to decide to be motivated you don't need to wait around for inspiration to be motivated. You don't need your inner Richard Simmons to be like, okay, go, go, go. You've got this. You are in charge, and you get to decide. All right, Slow Down Society, I think you are wonderful. Thank you for being here, and I will talk to you soon. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, slow down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.